0: What's up, Ramley? Welcome back to another episode of Ramley One On One. I'm your host, Steve Tranzo. On today's episode, we'll be discussing a different world. Today, we have Miss Alexis, former, joining us. Welcome to the show, Alexis.
1: Hey.
0: <laughs> Give us a little more than that. You can up. Okay, I
1: don't know what to say. Is this, is this live? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, okay, so what did I say? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so let's get to know our guests. Alexis, could you give us a little background information about yourself and your journey to ASU? Where are you from? Why you chose ASU? What's your major in
1: classification? Okay, yes. Um, my name is Alexis Farmer. Please don't look at me. I can't <laughs> um, My name is Alexis Farmer. I'm 22 years old. I'm a criminal justice major. Um, I'm a mother of two beautiful kids. Um, I have a boy and a girl. They're twins, two years old. Um, initially, I was at Albany Tech, majoring in criminal justice. I finished Albany Tech last year, last May, and I transitioned over to ASU to go ahead and get my criminal ju- my bachelor's in criminal justice. Um, my goal is to go ahead and transfer to UGA. I, forgot, I can't remember if it was G- UGA or um, GSU, the law school.
0: Okay, Lex is a um, transfer student. Uh, she's a mother to a set of twins. I met Lex in a student success meeting, and she talked about how her world outside of ASU is different. So we're going to get into that. Talk about your journey as a mother and a college student.
1: Okay, so my journey as a mother and a college student is really difficult. Honestly, a lot of factors play into it, including the reason why I chose criminal justice. So before I got pregnant with the twins, I was initially, I wanted to be a filmmaker. I wanted to do film, I wanted to do music, I wanted to work in entertainment. And anyone who has ever done that knows that you likely have to know somebody who knows somebody or you're going to have to work for years. So I was like, I got nine months to figure this out. So I was like, I need to do what is best right now and what, you know, what else interests me that I will be able to make a career out of. So aside from being a filmmaker, I've always wanted to be a lawyer. So I decided to go ahead and major in criminal justice, major in criminal justice to eventually transfer on to law school, just so that if, you know, film doesn't work out and entertainment doesn't work out, I can always have a criminal justice degree or a law degree to fall back on. And I could be, you know, a police officer, a detective, a lawyer, anything so that my kids can have something stable, you know, so I didn't want to just stick to filmmaking because that isn't, you know, as promising as it would be with a criminal justice degree.
0: Okay. How do you balance being a student and a mom with twins?
1: Yeah, that one, it is really hard. I have to, I have to stay on a really straight schedule. Uh, Well, a really like tight schedule more so. So with that, My day basically ends at 5 o'clock, to be honest. (laughs) Like, when I pick them up, when they get in my car, my day is over with. And when I drop them off at 8 o'clock in the morning, that's when my day starts. So I try and balance everything out between 8 to 5. That includes schoolwork, regular work, um, any activities, like if I want to go to the movies, the mall, whatever. I try to do that between 8 and 5 when they're at daycare. Because I know at 5 o'clock, they're more than likely going to be home with me.
0: Okay. So what are some challenges that you face?
1: Um, Some challenges that I face is most of the time is like getting, well, for one, getting my schoolwork done. I like to do my schoolwork at the end of the day, like when I'm chilling at home. But being a mother of two, there's no telling when they're going to go to sleep because they're two. I try to get them to bed at nine o'clock, but sometimes they be up at two o'clock. Like it's really no telling when they're going to go to sleep. So I believe that's the main challenge of trying to, you know, do schoolwork. In this semester, I had to do study table from 6 to 8. That was another struggle because I didn't go to not one study table because, like I said, my date is at 5 o'clock. So going to study table from 6 to 8 was non-existent. I could have done it virtually, but honestly, I'm a single mama too. So doing that virtually wasn't going to work either because they're going to be home, they're going to be active, they're going to be playing. It's not going to be a quiet environment. You know, some more things like doing, like, extracurricular activities here at the university – Like Greek meetings or anything dealing with Greece, because I love all the activities or whatever they have going on in the evening time. I have to sacrifice not being able to do that because I'm at home being a parent. I have to make a lot of sacrifices. Like anything after five o'clock that happens after five o'clock is basically a sacrifice.
0: Yes. Um. So you touched on it a little bit. Uh, You mentioned study table. Uh. So do you utilize any resources to help manage stress or academic support?
1: Yes. I usually go to the writing center. Whenever I have essays, I go to the writing center and talk to Miss Amanda. She usually helps me out. Um She actually has helped me out a whole lot with most of my essays and you know helped me learn how to rewrite because I thought I was the best writer. like I said, I want to be a filmmaker, so I was like, I'm the best writer. But um she showed me that the way I was writing was completely wrong. And I know I'm glad that she was able to help me and teach me because now I know what to do going forward. Mm-hmm.
0: So um what are some misconceptions of being a student parent?
1: Oh. Um miscon- so the biggest misconception is that we be broke. Like <laughs> I cannot stress this enough. So many people think that single parents just be broke. Like they feel <laughs> like I've seen so many people say, like, um, how do y'all work the same job we work and y'all raising kids? I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't work jobs that make money. Why are you working here if you ain't making no money? I'm right. confused.
0: And also that goes into people mismanaging money as well. Yeah. You have to learn how to manage money. But a lot of single parents make it seem like they're broke too. So
1: they, I mean, <laughs> I I do most of the time, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> um, but I think that's like the biggest misconception in that most people think like you know, oh well, the dad left. Da, 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 that's why she became a parent. But most people don't realize single mothers leave the dads too. Correct. Like, exactly, it was a choice. Like, I could have either chose okay. to stay in that relationship that was toxic that wasn't going to benefit my kids, or I could have chose to raise my kids on my own and do a great job. So another misconception is that, you know, we're on our own because the other parent left when most of the time it's us who left because we want to do better for our kids. We want our kids in a better home.
0: I'm glad you made the decision to give your um, kids the best foundation possible. So uh, when I first met you, you talked about how if the twins are sick, they have to leave daycare for that day and the next day. What uh, do you do about work or school when you have to do that?
1: Yeah. So those are the worst days. Like, I swear every time their daycare call, I don't be wanting to answer the phone because I already know. I already know. Those are actually really stressful. Um, So the day if they call, they usually call in the mornings for me to come get them. So, of course, everything that I have planned for that day has to cease. Like everything I have planned for that day has to go. Usually if I only have to come pick up one of them, I can still do most of the things I need to do, but not like my schoolwork because I mostly do my schoolwork at school or in the library. So my schoolwork has to cease for that day until I, you know, get a chance. The next day, I would usually um, try and find a babysitter so that I can work. But if I don't have a babysitter, I just won't work because it's literally impossible.
0: So do you have support from your family?
1: I have support from my cousin. She helps me out a lot with the twins. Like if I was to go out of town or something, she would make sure, you know, they're straight. She'll work around her schedule so that she can take them to and from daycare and make sure, you know, they're they're good in her care. But aside from my cousin, it's just me.
0: Okay. so what motivates you uh, to keep going on the hard days?
1: Um, What motivates me is that I want my kids to be able to grow up and say my mom did it. Like I don't I always think about. If my kids were in my situation and what would I tell them? And I definitely wouldn't tell them to give up. And also it's like if I, I'm i 22, so it's like if I stop now and wait till I'm like 35, it's going to be so much harder. My kids are going to be grown. And from 22 to 35, my kids are going to be what, um, 15. And so that'll mean if I put my dreams on hold, my kids are going to have to struggle. They're going to have to struggle Mm because I refuse to work anything other than a career. So I feel like my kids are going to struggle if I wait. So it's like I'd rather sacrifice now while they won't remember the sacrifices I made. They won't remember, you know, me missing work or having to stay with family members for a few days while I do this. So... My biggest motivation is that I don't want to be older and they're struggling not to start all the way back over because they're going to remember the struggle. They're not going to remember this, but they're definitely going to remember struggling.
0: Oh, Exactly. So I want to transition back over to academics a little bit. Uh, Do you feel like you have the support of your professors and other uh, other staff members on Mm -hmm. campus? And what does their support look like once they find out that you are a mom and the things that you are dealing with?
1: Yeah, so once I tell people that, well, most of my professors are the staff that I have kids, they're very open, and, you know, I don't really tell most people that I have kids unless it's absolutely necessary, Mm -hmm. but once I do open up to them, tell them that I have kids, I realize that they're much more understanding when I'm missing school or missing meetings and missing class, rather than, you know, them thinking I don't have kids, I'm just not showing Mm -hmm. up, so they're a whole lot more supportive when I open up and just let them know, you know, I have my baby sick, I have to stay home.
0: So um, when it comes to those situations, make sure that you communicate with your professors are very important uh, because they're willing to work with you. Right. Okay. So what advice could uh, can you give other student parents who may be struggling with trying to find that balance between academics, work, having a social life, and being a parent?
1: The biggest advice I would give you guys would be financial management. I always touch on this because as of right now, I don't work because I wasn't able to balance. You know, school, work, being a parent, because I was missing work, of course, because they were sick. But before I decided to stop working, I worked really hard to save all of my money up. So right now it's March of 2022. I don't have another bill to pay until January 2023. I pay all of my bills. Teach up. me some. <laughs> I pay every single bill that I have. I paid that up so that I do not have to work. So. I can go to school. I can do whatever. So if my baby's sick, I can go pick my baby up without having to worry about, oh, how am I going to go to work? Or, you know, how am I going to, um who's going to keep them for today and for tomorrow? You know, or how am I going to explain this to management? They're not going to keep accepting the fact that I'm missing work. You know, which, which what was happening. So the first thing I would say will be, you know, financial management. Second thing, you don't expect nothing from nobody, especially not no help. People going to be like, oh, I'm going to help you. I'm going to help. I'm going to help. Like I said, my cousin, helps me and this is you know everybody say it takes a village everybody thinks there's a mom a dad a granddad every most people who say they're gonna help will not help and you know you can't really be mad at them because those are your kids you decide to have those kids but you can't really go into this thinking like oh I can do this I'm gonna help help my mom my dad not that you're not but you can't depend on nobody but yourself and your kids can't depend on nobody but you so I feel like aside from financial management don't expect nothing from nobody like always have a plan b if you say, if you have something planned, like work or school, and something comes up, always make sure that, you know, you have time set aside just in case something do come up and that person isn't able to get them. Another thing that I would say is you have to work around your kid's schedule. When you have kids, like I said, my they started at 8 and at 5, I have to work everything to their schedule. So if I was to work, well, when I was working, I worked part-time. It was full-time, but it was messing up. So I started working from 9 to 2.30. Everything I did worked into the twin schedule, so that I wouldn't have to worry about you know who's gonna who's gonna keep them while I work, who's gonna keep them while I go to school. My classes are in the daytime, no night classes, my meetings are in the daytime, no night meetings, everything you do have to work inside of your kids' schedule. Don't plan anything outside of your tw- outside of your kid' schedule because it goes back to the second thing that I said about not depending on anybody. You know, you can't say, well, I'm going to take a night class. I know XYZ is going to keep the child because there's a chance, that's possibility that they're not. And now you're stuck a whole semester with a night class thinking that you're going to have help when you don't. and It's it's just unnecessary stress.
0: Wow. Uh, you got me with that financial piece.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't play about my bills. So I, I do I'll, not play. I
0: need your help with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I have a fun question for you. What does Ramley means to you?
1: family actually means what it sounds like it means family um when I first came to ASU I was actually kind of iffy I was I was nervous because it was a lot like intimidation like for for me I don't know why but I'm easily intimidated sometimes so I came here I'm like these are a bunch of 18 19 20 22 you know 21 22 year olds who don't have kids don't have any worries and it's like here's me a 22 year old with two kids so I was really intimidated it was hard for me at first transitioning because I would look at other people like, dang, this could have been my life. You know, like, this could have been my life. I could have been this. I could have been at the dorms. I could have been doing X, Y, Z. But as I've you know, grown here and gotten to know more people, gotten to know the staff, it really just feels like a family. Like, nobody, I thought that people would, like, single me out when I told them that I had kids and look at me crazy, like, girl, what? But the more people I opened up to and tell them like, hey, I'm a parent, and the more staff, You know, everybody I open up to, they're really accepting. They're like, okay, girl. Okay, anyway, what you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's like, not that it doesn't matter, but they still treat me like a regular 22-year-old. Still include me into everything. So, even though I was nervous in the beginning, the family has made me feel like a family. They made me feel really comfortable. That's
0: good. That's good. So, as we wrap up the show, in two seconds, give a first-year student the best advice you can give.
1: Um, the best advice I can give you is to make sure you stay on top of your grades like partying and stuff is cool Make sure you stay on top of your classes 8 a.m. class might not be the absolute best if you know you're like a night out or you know you're like a party person But make sure you have some type of stability or some type of balance in between your classes and your regular life Because you don't want to get behind on your classes I believe that the classes your grades are the most important thing because you can miss two assignments and slip up for the whole semester, especially your discussion questions. Like, that's the, that's the biggest one. I used to be like, why are you doing this discussion question? When the whole time discussion question is the biggest part of your grade. So I would say make sure that you just stay attentive in class. Make sure you put your grades first. Everything else comes second to your grades. Everything comes second to your grades.
0: <laughs> that's great advice. So, Lex, thank you for joining us today. And I want to say that you are doing a great job as a parent, as a student, continue to keep up the hard work. I know sometimes it may be hard, but utilize your Mm ramly to make sure that you get what your goals accomplished. Mm -hmm. So thank you for joining us today for this episode of A Different World. Listen, it's not the end of the world when you have children. You can still make your dreams a reality. It may be tough, but it is possible. Please utilize all the resources available for you on and off campus. Over and out. Ramly, Peace.
1: Excellence is the standard to navigate this space. You have to grow and aspire to be golden. We will empower, motivate, and educate everyone in our network so that we can thrive beyond this place. Ramley 101 is produced in the studios of WASU FM 92.7 on the campus of Albany State University. The music is provided by the Albany State University Marching Realm Show Band. My name is Ashley Haywood, and thanks for listening.
0: Looking to start a podcast? Anchor is a free app that helps users create, edit, and publish their podcasts free of charge. Yes, it's free. You can also make money with Anchor by collecting listener contributions, are adding advertisements into your episodes. So head over and download the Anchor app so that you can start creating content for your people to view.